1: This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello everybody and welcome back to Rain 20s podcast. Welcome back everyone. Happy 300th episode. 300 episodes. That's wild. That's so many episodes. Like actually so many. <laughs> That's, That's so much release so many. I know. It's a weird, like, co- like it's a hard concept to think
2: about of, like, 300 hours of speaking. I know. And some are more. Some are a little less, give or take. The episodes that didn't make it due to technology.
1: <laughs> Celebrating episode number 300 of Roaring Twenties podcast. We are so excited. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think that we've been doing it for this long um, and for this many amount of episodes. But we're so happy that you guys are here with us for number 300. We got a lot of stuff to talk
2: about. So much stuff to, to talk about, and it's only going to get better from here. So that's so exciting.
1: So exciting. So today we have some questions that we prepared to kind of reflect on these 300 episodes and just like the changes that have happened yeah. in life since when we started at 25 and where we're recording now at 28 and 24 and 27 for Brenda, mm-hmm. but same span of years. Um yeah we have grown and changed so much in this time. I think everyone along with us has grown and changed so much in this time. So the questions today are a little bit of like reflecting on just these few years of our 20s and where we're going next and um, taking a minute to take an inventory on that stuff. Because we're always like trucking along on like this thing or this thing or blah, blah, blah. And um, don't always, I think, stop to take an inventory of how far we come and where we still need to go.
2: Hundred percent. Yeah. And I feel like it's been really cool. Like when we started this thing and when people ask us, like, oh, how did you start? And like all this stuff, like we really I think of these like two sweet people pleasing girls with big dreams (laughs) and like big ideas and just like a really great, genuine friendship that we're like, we want to help people. And we've always been that way. And it's really cool that of what this has, like, blossomed into. And I think about when we first recorded in literally, like, a closet with ghosts, like, running around, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. and Sharing one mic. (laughs) Yeah, one mic, like, so close together on top of each other. And I think about that moment. I'm like, wow, it's just so crazy that this vision that we had has really come to life. Like, every little tiny thing – and I was reflecting on it more so, too, because we – started we have the same like shared Google Doc that we had when we first started and it's (laughs) like Google Doc has had a life it's a little chaotic. It's been through (laughs) some things, but it's so beautiful to look at like the notes that we have from our very first like little meeting where we said which days we were going to um, release episodes and we said like what our mission is and we've stuck to that. Mm-hmm. And even at the very bottom, I'm like, oh my God, this is so Brenda and Julia of like at the bottom having like no matter what, we'll always be honest <laughs> with like, This will like,
1: never get in the way of our friendship. <laughs> never. Like
2: so on brand and so on it's, brand. Just, it's just really cool. Like the people we've had, the connections we've made, how much we've grown and we're here to celebrate that today.
1: Yeah, and if you're new here today, this show is really just about like going through your 20s, figuring out all the crazy things that happen in this decade and just an understanding of you're not alone through it all. There is this decade is so crazy because so many people are on opposite sides of the spectrum with like every single topic that yeah. goes on in life in this in this age range. Like some people are Single and living at home and some people are married with children and like it's like your peers can be so far away from you in terms right. of life steps or so close and no matter where you're at, you're not alone. And this is just about figuring it out together. Um, because we're all figuring it out. And no one – and I think one of the things we've discovered the most, and I'm sure we'll touch on it today, is that no one has it all together in every single area. And we're just here going through it all together.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that was a huge reason behind creating this show was Julia and I also, for many of you listening, I'm sure are overachievers, high achievers, have big goals and dreams, all the things. And one of the biggest things that we wanted to do was to be like for ourselves to lead by example and to start there, but to also be able to show others like you don't need to have it all together. Nobody has it all together. And really being on that journey with you. I think that a lot of times, yes, we do share tips and advice because we've been through it. So it's not us necessarily preaching. It's like, girl, we've been there. And as a result, um, here are the tips that we have from what like we've learned through our own experiences. But we will never claim to have figured it all out. But Mm-mm. one of the biggest reasons why we really wanted to focus on all this stuff was because we kept connecting with all of these amazing people that kept saying to us and and from sources that we were resources that we were learning from too kept saying like if you do the work now your life will be so much better than having to almost like feel like you're starting from scratch when you're 60 and there's not it's never too late that's for anyone who's listening here i know we do have 6-year-olds because there is an incredible woman in her 60s who actually has a wearing 20s sweater and i fucking love her Ugh um has ordered first form and all the things so it is never too late to start that will never be the message you know we're never going to send the message that it's too late but for those of you that are within our age group that are like "Eh, i've got time you totally have time but there is something so powerful about starting now because even through the past couple of years our life has changed so much and we've changed so much and we've been able to document and literally live how powerful these years can be and how if we do do that work our life will be so much better so it's a lot of what we do here, and we love it, and it's important. And I hope it helps you.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the basis of the show. If you're new here, we're so happy to have you. Like Brenda said, we certain we're, we're trying, but we certainly don't have it all together in any way, mm-hmm. shape, or form. And that's a lot mm-hmm. about what we're doing here is being honest about that. That's the raw in the raw in the roaring, and just by doing that, I think has been the thing that has helped us immensely. Oh, yeah. Of just being vulnerable and honest about that stuff is the thing that I think has taken us. So far and has made us oh, feel wow. so less alone and burdened by all this stuff um, So if you're needing a place for that, we're, we're happy to have you here But we're gonna, before we get into like all our fun questions for today We're gonna start with the segment that we start off every episode with It's a little thing that we like to call Pride and Pickle hey, Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We love it. We love it. It's
2: always been this way. And Pride and Pickle is basically sharing something good that we're proud of, that we're happy about through our week this past week. Um, and then Pickle is like being in a pickle. Like you're in a pickle and it's not ideal. What are we dealing with? We're in the jar. You're in the pickle jar. You're in the pickle or jar. You're going to get out. Sometimes there's multiple pickles. Other sometimes times there's pickles just one. in a jar.
1: <laughs> multiple sometimes puzzles. there's different flavored pickles
2: all in one jar. Heck yeah! And Who knows? We, we live and learn through it all. So that's our segment. We share it every single week. Sometimes at the very beginning of the episode, that's always the goal. And then sometimes <laughs> we get on a tangent. And then sometimes the episode entirely becomes about the pride and pickle. But it's that's fine, fine too. <laughs> whatever works. Um, but I'll go first, as I tend to do. My pride this week is that hmm, I didn't think about my pride I'm gonna start with my pickle (laughs) (laughs) my pickle this week is our friend Ashley Kate always asks me if I know how to ride a bicycle
1: and it's so offensive wait do you not know how to ride a bicycle I do of course I do
2: (laughs) well so we do
1: know some people that don't so that is true but I so let's not shame here
2: no we're not shaming (laughs) here's what we're doing what we're doing is she tells me and this is, she's an amazing, amazing, wonderful friend. She's I mean, she's a wonderful human. But what the fuck? Because she says it in a way of like, oh, you look like you don't know how to ride a bike. And I'm like, oh.
1: oh, it's judgmental. It's judgmental. And I'm like, that's not nice. I know how to ride a bike. That is not nice. In what situation is she like wanting to know about? Is she like hoping to go on a bike ride with you? Like, no, honestly, I don't even know that she likes to bike ride. Wait, but- so you're like a cycle queen you had like a stationary bike like way before stationary bikes were cool right yeah
2: I I know this is in my later years but it's so Mm. funny to me she but she says it in a way where I'm like I wonder if she thinks like I can't balance like what do you think it is because yes a stationary (laughs) bike is quite different your Instagram name is balance with Brenda I know I can balance Sister? sister sister um but it's funny because it's one of those things like you know when someone says something to you and then they probably forget they say it again this has been a question that she has asked me I cannot tell you how many times she's asked me and every time I am shook to my core that she doesn't remember that yes I can
1: yes I I guess you just give off a a vibe vibe, which is so fascinating you just got to start biking around more. i don't really want to like i guess if the question
2: was do you like it i don't really like it like sure. one time chris and i did r- bike ride 30 miles in one day oh my god so like yes i know how to ride a bicycle it didn't That's feel good. my freaking my tailbone was hurting but sure, sure. <laughs> as it tends
1: to do when you that float. is something that i cannot understand why they have not fixed yes. like i don't like cycle classes <laughs> Because my ass hurts afterwards. Yeah. Why have they not changed the seat? And I know they have that little padding you could put on the seat. Doesn't help. That does not help. I why feel like your body, body like adapts. My, why must the seat be in that shape and that? texture yeah i'm not sure they really need to solve that
2: it's funny how like we are so adaptable because over time i do feel like your body just like deals with the pain and it's like all right i guess we just fucking can't feel our vagina for the next week and like that's it i, I, I don't want to live that life i know i get it <laughs> fix it but you know how to live that life if you wanted to as do i sure 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 hello <laughs> the a point Bible. being this, this podcast knows how to write a bike That's right. And if you don't, no shame, no problem. (laughs) Then my pride, my pride is that I'm just overall really proud of myself for continuing to like in this level up season that I feel like we've talked about. I've really continued to just like show up for myself even when I'm tired. And today was really one of those days. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like I've just started to like normalize that in a lot more ways. Like I remember many episodes ago, I feel like I almost like would judge myself for being tired. And I'm like, What the like of course you're gonna be tired. Like that's normal. It's okay. And I've just continued to show up instead of choosing snooze. So I'm proud of that. That's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Oh, it is hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also look out for their merch coming soon on it's hard.
2: (laughs) On it's hard. We can't not, right? In honor of three. I mean, we say it every five seconds. Every single (laughs)
1: minute. It's hard. Um, but that's my pride and that's my pick. What about you? Um, my pickle, I'll start with my pickle too. My pickle this week is that ah, I am once again homeless. <laughs> oh, because, first of all, I'm not actually homeless. Like, my wonderful boyfriend is allowing me to live in his apartment. <laughs> but I am once again without my own home. Um, I, this is, I think, the fourth time I've been without a home yeah that is
2: mine people like a little backstory on the sure, home sure, 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 sure.
1: and <laughs> I do want inside to inside of a box yeah <laughs> I want to make it very clear I'm very privileged like I have always people to house me I'm not actually homeless right. but I am apart from the home that I pay for right. so this is yes my fourth time in this position unfortunately my apartment is has has flooded We've had some plumbing problems, and (laughs) the apartment flooded, so we're not able to live there. It's going to be about, it's been a week. It's probably going to be about two more, so that's insane. Yeah, I mean, I've been homeless twice, two other times for floods. (laughs) Thank you, hurricanes, and then one time for an abrupt move out situation, Mm. so listen to like the hundreds episode yeah around the time. hundred you get that <laughs> there so there's about this is about the fourth time homeless queen a little trigger a little ptsd a little bit i don't blame you my, my everyone's like so are you having like hurricane ptsd it's like yes <laughs> yes so you're
2: picturing like all of your childhood remains floating in the water
1: <laughs> <laughs> like literally. I had to live with Brenda for like six months one time. Oh, I've been, been homeless too many times for my short little life. But you really do handle it with like with grace, I would say. I'm sure you've shed tears. I can't imagine you not, but like, oh I have You look like you're just like flooded again. <laughs> She's just up to here in water. Literally. <laughs> I literally cannot believe that I've been homeless four times. Um I can't (laughs) even for things completely out of my control, but I will say, thank you for saying that I have cried a lot because just like the stress of like dealing with the building and dealing with the insurance. Like, but I will say that my, my pride is that I do have to pat myself on the back for being resilient and like proud of myself for just always trying to like keep it positive and like know that it's going to be okay. And just you know, adjusting where I need to adjust and like trying to make it work and not letting it like overtake everything else because it's so easy to do that. And it's not to say that I haven't like had major anxiety about it and cried and blah, blah, because I absolutely have. But I am proud of myself for just like keep on keeping on about it and trying to stay as positive as I can for the most of the time and I was just reflecting on that this morning and I was like yeah I feel like really proud of myself like for picking that route and having the outlook that I have on those kind of things so I am feeling proud about that
2: and that is something to be so beyond proud of like I think that you that that's a really good way to word it of being resilient because Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes with grace like even me saying it, I'm like that feels wrong to say because I don't want her to feel like she can't Can't have had hard moments, even though you obviously logically know that, but with like resilience Mm -hmm. of kind of letting yourself feel the things, yeah, letting yourself know that it's okay to feel them, and then also like continuing onward. And I think that as we progress in this crazy 20s time, I think it is when people hear like us talk about advice and whatnot, they do default kind of to thinking like, oh, like they've figured out like almost like how to bounce back quickly. And I do think that we have become better at like bouncing back but it doesn't mean that it's our automatic
1: thought no no my first thoughts were anxiety spiral tears yeah like hundred percent like right. that first night was like up all night down the rabbit hole yeah upset even though logically like I knew it was gonna be okay this is how I'm gonna handle it this is how we're gonna move forward like blah blah, blah. but I needed to have that and then yeah. a- being able to be like okay so I let myself have them at that moment. Like, how do I, you know, move forward in a way that's best for me? And like, a lot of that is being like, it's going to be okay. We're just going to deal with it. And we're going to keep going on. And that's happening. But like, we can still have live our life and do the things that we're supposed to do and be joyful and no one's hurt. And that is the most important. Like, I really attest that to like my mom. She's always, always instilled in me and that if it can be replaced, mm. it doesn't really matter. And, like, the most important thing is that people are – that no one's hurt, and, like, that's really it. Like, as long as everybody's okay and safe, like, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Stuff can be replaced. And she's always – she's always, always said that. I mean, I've – my heart, like, has refelt for them, like, this past two weeks so of just, like, them losing their house to a hurricane twice, like, and yeah. the, the emotional toll that that had – had to have paid on them but like even through that she's always had that mentality and so I just really like am very grateful to her for passing that to me yeah and I do think in general you know since it is a reflective episode like I do think that that's like one of the things that we have gotten so much better at and like I feel like I'm a very different person in terms of that in my life of like in my younger 20s like And I think it's like a knowing yourself kind of thing more. I think in my earlier 20s, like I was not able to bounce back as fast or I wouldn't like, how am I going to be able to bounce back? I think it's like the question of like, how will I repair certain things or how will I keep going? And now I know, I know with like 100% that anything that is thrown at me, I can have like a moment of crumble, but I know that I will be able to pick myself back up and keep moving.
2: Yeah, 100%. And I think that we have so many different like little that are really big moments like that. And the reason that we know is because we've lived it and because we've done it before in a different way. And we've used it to, we've used it as evidence. I feel like we talk about evidence a lot, but it's just, it's because it's so true. Like, because you've made it through something unfortunately similar but, like, realistically similar, like, you you know that. And because you've been through it with someone who really guided you along the way and instilled these types of beliefs in you, like, it makes it almost – it doesn't make it easy, but it makes it easier to navigate than it would have been if you hadn't had that. 100%. So, I think we – are aware of stuff like that and we really do use it to fuel that type of belief because I do think in a spiral moment it's very easy to be like oh this is never gonna get better and why does this happen to me and kind of get into a victim mentality and why do I have to go through this again and try to understand and like all this stuff and if you think those things about any given topic it's because you're normal but um to being able to take it a step further from that and know like okay but everything is replaceable. Most things are replaceable. Everything is figure outable. The only thing that's permanent is like death, really. Yep. Um, so,
1: yeah.
2: you know, anything else, like I can work it out. And that's also not to, at the same time, belittle like those emotions that you are feeling. I think that that's important because I don't want it to ever come off. And we say things like that, like, oh, that doesn't matter that you feel sad or scared or annoyed. Like you can feel all that stuff and you can know that you'll get through it and that you can replace it and- all
1: of that 100% and I've I've quoted this poem in the past but it's something that I always try to think about if I'm like having a hard moment or something crumbles or blah blah and I I don't know the name of the poet and I'm I should look it up and I will um but it's it's just a little piece of poetry and it says house burnt down now I can see the stars and I just it's I just always come back to that when I'm having a hard moment of like okay this happened like what is there to gain from this and like how do we move forward from this and so yeah. I always come back to that one and it just makes me like okay to like check your yeah. perspective you know like yeah. sometimes we have to check our own selves
2: yeah and and it's I think it's also like just very very grounding to have yeah. little things like that I thought you were gonna say the one about dancing in disaster
1: dancing in a storm something. Oh, oh oh that's like that's like a whole mythology thing mm-hmm. love that we love her, too. Yeah. Okay. Should we get into these questions? Let's get into the questions. Let's do it. Do you want to start? You want me
2: to start? What do you want to do?
1: Um, I will ask you first, but because I feel okay. like I kind of, like, already started. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I think I answered this question. So the question is, where do you find yourself to be doing well slash doing better compared to your earlier 20s? I think – I'll just finish up mine, I guess, because I think, like, what I said is really the case of, like, being able to, like, bounce back from things yeah. so much better because it, it comes from a place of, like, I just think a, a more confidence in myself and knowing yeah. myself better now than I did earlier in my 20s. I think a lot of it is rooted in confidence. Um, and I think it is also that conf- – the confidence to do that is also the th- just confidence in general – is. I think yeah. where I'm doing better in ter- in terms of so many areas of my life in like dealing with hard times, in terms of career, in terms of making choices for myself. Yeah. I just think I'm st- and I don't mean the type of confidence that's like I'm a bad bitch and blah blah, blah which like right. I am and that's awesome, but I'm not talking about that kind of confidence. I'm talking about the kind of like quiet inner confidence of mm-hmm. that you know you can handle whatever is thrown at you. Yep um and i think confidence is something that maybe people have some misunderstanding about i think there is that outwardness confidence which is great and i think there is that quiet confidence which is also great and they're two different things and both of them require cultivate cultivation Mm -hmm. um but i think that quiet inner confidence is the thing that i've grown the most
2: yeah and i think that the inner one honestly almost matters more because at the end of like they both matter obviously but at the end of the day like you don't necessarily need to – I was brought this ice cream cone. Um, you don't necessarily need to, like, portray yourself in a certain way. Um, but in order for it to be true, I guess, however, I do love that I think that the inner confidence is what does, like, almost exude on the outside. And I think that it's mm-hmm. maybe for some people intimidating and for other people inspiring. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like now um, – I added that on my list as well in terms of – but I didn't put confidence. I guess I put Mm -hmm. self-belief. And I agree and worded it so similarly of like it's that trust with yourself that you might not know how. You might not know when or why or whatever, but you know that some way you will figure it out because you trust yourself enough to. And I think that that is – it's it's like irreplaceable like it's an irreplaceable feeling and even if it wavers I think that that's important that it does not mean
1: that oh my god no
2: (laughs) but But it it, wavers baby it it wavers all the damn time but it's also like a I'm gonna give this back to you um it's also a knowing that 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 it's possible and that's something that like no one can take away from you and you can always come back to and it's just super powerful so I love that is that Um, yours I agree with that. Um, I made like bullet points, honestly, because you're um, yeah, so I made some bullet points. And then if you need me to elaborate on something oh, you should know. Queen. Um, well, I feel like I had to be because I knew I'm like, I have just been floating around. So I just took quick bullet points minutes Love before it. the show. Um shaming myself less, just less doesn't mean never, mm. less. Uh prioritizing myself more. Um, so however Mm -hmm. it takes, however that like plays out. So whether it has to be earlier due to other responsibilities, but I've just made it like a non-negotiable to prioritize myself more. I feel like my consistency in general, like I think I used to have this story in my head that like, oh, I'm not a consistent person. And that really like informed a lot of my just like life negatively. So I feel like I've really rewritten that and have been very- You
1: really have rewritten that story. Like that's the
2: polar opposite. Polar opposite. Um, I feel like I feel like I was self-aware. I think we've always both been looked at as like more mature, more emotionally intelligent. Maybe not more, but like very for quote unquote our age. And I feel like now our self-awareness has really increased, both of us. Um, and it's allowed us to be more vulnerable. It's allowed us to let other people in. It's allowed us to be more relatable to people and to really help them. Um, And something specific to me, I feel like I'm a lot less impulsive in, like, impulsive in, like, reacting emotionally to something. Mm. And I feel like much – many more of my decisions are emotionally aware but not emotionally impulsive. And that I'm significantly less indecisive. And I really – oh, my gosh. Like, all through my younger years and college and everything, the level of indecisiveness that I had was, like, silly. Love me, but silly. And now I feel like I really have just been able to make decisions. Of course I still think about them. Of course I still value other people's opinions in my life, but it's just not as intense. (laughs) I'm
1: very decisive on the big things, little things. Yeah. Still like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that it's like it can be not
2: perfect and we can still have grown in it. And I I do feel that for I do feel that for us. For sure. Yeah. Like um, you were like pretty decisive on a move to California. And no, like
1: the kids. big things I am so decisive on. Like I, like I've always known what I wanted to do with my career. Like I've always yeah. like I know about more like my morals, my things, like that. Certain things I will not waver on. But yeah. then like the little day-to-day things of like, what do I want to eat for dinner? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> okay. That's like that's normal. That's normal.
2: <laughs> I would like to normalize that. Okay. Um yeah, I would say those are a couple of the doing betters.
1: I love it. What are some topics that you feel alone in in your 20s? Mm. What do you f- Is there anything that you feel like no one else is going through sometimes? Like, I feel like a lot of times we can have, I was actually just talking about this with someone, we have that thought of like, oh, no one feels this way. Mm. Or like, no one feels the way I feel about this. Mm. Um, which I just want to throw out there is completely untrue. But we all have those feelings sometimes. So is there anything like that? that you have going on yeah
2: i mean i think more like through this show i think automatically truly like one of my go-to mantras phrases whatever you want to call it is literally i'm thinking this because i have a normal human brain and this is a normal human thought like i feel like i've literally trained myself to react that way because i know how like i know how negatively it can impact us to feel so alone and to victimize and i I'm not judging anyone who, like, victimizes and has that type of mentality. But I know that for me, it, like, icks me out about myself. Like, I don't want to feel that way. Um, I feel like I always come back to sometimes to, like, a fault of belittling myself a little bit. But I'm always, like, it can always be worse. Um, But I think that I've tried to feel – I feel like I feel that probably less than most people. But, again, because I've trained myself so specifically to not – think that way (laughs) like it's literally i say it all the time even on the show i'm like you have a normal human brain that's a normal human thought i love that that's a great Um, mantra yeah because it's like you can feel so isolated in that sense however there are certain things that to have an answer to this i do feel like stupid for struggling with which which maybe is um like relevant enough like one of them being I find that now I spend a lot of – It's very vulnerable for me, um, but I feel – because I don't know how to word it, but That's I That's what we're here as, to do. I know. That is what we're here to do. Um, that is one thing that I struggle with is sometimes fully express – like, not even expressing. Yeah. I don't have shame in expressing. Sometimes I don't know how to say what I'm feeling. A
1: thousand percent. Right? It's hard. Yeah. Um, But I would say – actually, have- like Brene Brown talks about this all the time, of like, at most – Conflict arises because we don't actually have vocabulary to express what we're truly feeling. Mm. So that's where conflict comes in because we can't actually communicate properly with
2: English. I think sometimes that's why a lot of people don't share myself included and why this show like really forces us to have these conversations because sometimes I feel like it's almost that like fuck it mentality of well, I don't fucking know how to say this, so I just won't. I'll just stay mm. quiet. I'll just feel yeah. it in my head. Mm. Um but Two of those things are one of them is I spend now like my whole, I have always been a very connected person. So I've always spent so much time with people that I love. And I feel like when I lived at home with my parents, like I would fill my time with spending time with them. I would always make plans with a friend. So I was very like avoidant of being alone. And then once Chris and I moved out East, we had totally different jobs totally different schedules and I spent a lot more time alone and I was very uncomfortable with it because it is a lot easier to be like alone with thoughts or spiral or like all that stuff when you're alone now we're together all the time and I love it and it's amazing and we connect and all the positive things but I do find now vulnerably that when I am like alone it's not Mm. because like think something's gonna happen to me it's not because I don't know what it is but I have a lot of discomfort around being alone Mm. even if it's not for long and I, I think if I had to like psychoanalyze myself in a short amount of time right now I think it would be that like when I've been alone in the past I feel like you have uncomfortable thoughts or negative thoughts or like have been in a crummy mental place and mm-hmm. I felt a lot of loneliness within that time um when I was alone more and I think that I it's almost like not wanting to have that familiar feeling um and whenever Chris isn't like around or something like that I feel like I can make so many positive moments and I do have like positive moments when I'm alone Mm -hmm. but I do feel like it's a lot harder for me to just like relax being alone Mm. I feel like I have to be doing all these things and um and whatnot so I would say that's definitely something that I'm struggling with and feel like silly for struggling with and I'll tell you why I guess I feel alone in that to an extent is because I'm like there are people who don't have a significant other there are people who don't have a connected family there are people who don't have relationships with their friends that they love why do I feel lonely when I'm alone <laughs> but mm-hmm. I guess yeah. that that would be a thought of that instead of like why don't I look at it as like oh I can enjoy it and it's free mm-hmm. and like all this stuff I'm like maybe I'm the only person in such a connected circumstance that feels alone like that Maybe that's one
1: of them. Yeah, I I don't think you are alone in that. No. Um, but is it something that you want to like work on?
2: Yeah, I mean, I want to work on it in the sense of I just want to be more comfortable with it. Like, I want to just associate yeah. being alone with with joy. And it's funny because I am I'm saying that, but like, I am independent. Like, I don't. I'm not like. It's different. It's so different, that's right? Different. Yeah, like it's super different. Of like, I feel super independent. And I can count on myself and I have self belief and all the things but I do think that I associate being fully alone with like, like negativity or negative thoughts that like I don't want to deal with. So it's just like, even if they're not real, and even if I know the thoughts aren't real, but like, I guess I just associate with that. So I just want to break that association. And we've broken so many stories in our lives. So Mm -hmm. I can break that one too.
1: Yeah. Um, And also I think you could find like, you know, if you really set it up for yourself, like you could find joy in that alone time. It it would probably take practice. You probably have to practice it for a few times, but it's something that you could create if you wanted to put like the time and effort into it. Yeah I think that too part of that is that a lot of it being a lot a lot of being alone though is starts from getting comfortable with being alone like I think it takes practice until you like love it if you're not someone that just like loves it off the bat
2: yeah you know I think I also do feel like a part of it is that I am I do feel very busy so I think that when I have a moment to not be busy to an extent I also do like it is joyful for me. It's not just because I'm like, oh, I'm afraid. So I have to spend time with people. Um, I do feel like it is very soul filling for me. So instead of being alone, I do often opt to do yeah. something with someone. But I guess there will be like there obviously will be moments where it'll come up again. So it, I will I will work on it. But if it's one of those things that you're like, what? I should not feel this way because I'm so lucky and have so many great things and you're allowed to feel however you feel yeah yeah you're allowed to feel however you feel so that's that um i would say
1: that's that's one of the things i love yeah. it you what topic do i feel alone in or what's some what do i feel like no one else is going through i have like you say, kind of trained myself to not believe that i'm alone in things because the truth is is that you you're not yeah. um and i i have been trying over the past few years to like check myself like get out of your own way and get out of your head and like realize that yeah you're not alone in this um but something that I feel like I struggle with still there's a couple things I think my relationship to money I really Mm -hmm. struggle with my relationship to money still I feel and there's a question later that will come to which I might reflect back on this on but like I feel like I don't have like the knowledge that I want to have about, mm-hmm. like, how to properly invest money and save money and and blah, blah. And I feel yeah. like it's something that I feel insecure about because I don't yeah. know enough about it. And yes, I can absolutely, like, f- there's a lot of resources out there and I could teach myself and we've had people on the show. I just, uh, there's, I have such a block there that I don't even want to do that because I have such, an, like, an insecurity around it. Yeah. Um. um also... I think sometimes like the way when I have like strong anxiety, um, that feels very isolating and something I'm still working on. Um, I definitely think my anxiety has been way more spread out than it Mm -hmm. has been in the past. But when I do feel it, I still feel it quite intensely. So that's something that I'm working on of like, you know, trying to just be able to like get myself out of that a little quicker and that feels lonely sometimes yeah we'll stick with those two things for now
2: yeah and the list i'm sure there's on. more <laughs>
1: the yeah there's, there's definitely on.
2: more and i'm sure we'll just have full episodes about them and, Yeah, and how that goes i think for both of us like a shared thing not to speak for you but just based on some conversations is i feel like sometimes like the empathy of it all hits so oh. <laughs> hard that it's like oh yeah how do we not be this way? Like I know.
1: Oh, oh my God! A hundred percent. Oh, it's 1, really thousand percent. Like, and I think that that that's really another one of still the people pleasing. It, mm-hmm. It's but in different ways. It's masked. It's it's less oh, of like yeah. I want. It's
2: not. I want to impress you. Like I want to make you like necessarily. It's it's just different. It's different. Here's what it is.
1: And we've talked about this before. I have such a deep fear of getting in trouble or like doing something wrong or upsetting somebody. Mm. And like, because it's not like I'm doing things to like please other people. It's not that kind of people pleasing. It's literally like a deep fear of getting in trouble in some way. Like I have such a deep rooted fear about that. I don't know where it's come. It's come from. And I've talked about it on the show before, and I yeah. do feel very alone in that because I feel like mm. I. it's so intense for me. I feel like I get so upset if, like, someone honks their horn at me or mm. if, like, someone does this little tiny thing. Like, I, it upsets me so much. Yeah. No, I I so relate It's like, it's so stupid. I know know it's so stupid. There's like people all over the place walking around being like, I don't give a shit about anyone. Like, I'm going to stand up for myself in this way or say this thing or do this thing. And if someone's pissed off or someone's mad or if I could possibly get in trouble, like, I don't care. Like, literally when we go on the airplane, Nathan likes to be on the airplane number one and if we're not number one on the airplane he goes with the wrong boarding group and mm-hmm. I freak out he like will be like boarding group d and he'll go up with boarding group a and I'm like we cannot do that like mm-hmm. we'll get in trouble like, like the the amount of literal real fear mm-hmm. and like stuckness that I feel when he tries to go with boarding group a and makes me go with him like mm-hmm. I am it's debilitating to me. I totally and it's understand. so stupid because nothing ever happens. And what's right. the worst that would happen? They'd say, "This is not your group." Wait, but to me, someone saying, "This is not your group," wait, feels like death. I re- I so relate. Like, I in a way that I, I, I don't know how to change it. It is like literally, if someone were to ask me what is like the one thing you want to change about yourself the most, and I guess this is this question. It's that yeah. I don't want to have that fucking fear about like every little thing yeah a hundred percent I feel like I
2: think about that all the time like even even something like this is this uh, like makes sense like nobody wants to get a ticket or something like that but like I am so the type of one we're driving and like Chris was literally a cop like he knows like I don't need to tell him oh this cop is there because like he like probably hid in that spot too and he's fine (laughs) but I'm like, there's a cop there, and and I do it every time. I can't help it. I did it when he was a cop. I do it now all the time. Like I can't help it. There's this like, oh, like ick about it, and and it's it's terrifying. So I really understand. I think I mean, it's
1: it's also because like I am so fearless in so many things in my life. Mm. Like I. I'm pursuing a career that's really hard, and I have like no fear of failure. I don't have a fear. Like I go, I have no problem like going in a room and like doing an audition and like possibly failing. Like I have no problem taking risks, uh, like no problem when it comes to like my personal
2: yeah failure
1: possibility. But when it comes to someone, it, when it comes to getting in trouble, yeah, that's fear hundred. I totally
2: understand. And it goes beyond that too. Like, I think it also goes deeper into like something, part of what I associate with it is like, oh, well, if I get in trouble, then like, I'll, I'll be limited because then I'll get in trouble. And what does that mean for me? And then I won't be able to live my life. And then like, like for me, it like spirals in that direction in some ways, or yeah. also I think it's part of the unknown is like, what is even getting in trouble? Like when I think of getting in trouble, I don't even know that I know what that looks like, like what they're going to do to me. But for some reason, it that's even worse that I don't know. Like if we cut in front of someone on the line, what is the what are they going to do? Wait, like what are they going to do to me? I don't know. But There's crazy terrifying.
1: people out there,
2: so I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's terrifying. Well, now we know. Wow. <laughs> okay. Good one. Next question. Next
1: question. Ooh, okay. Like literally, my heart <laughs> hurts from that conversation. Trusting it, I understand. Like it's so crazy. Um please does anyone else feel that way where do you think it comes us from? Know. what work do we need to do to release that because i don't want to be a scary cat girl anymore about boarding with group a you know yeah. i'm not saying break the rules don't do that but <laughs> you know what i mean um what do you wish you knew sooner um i wish i knew sooner now that you're wise and 27 now that i'm
2: 27 and so wise and really wise maybe that's another t-shirt it's hard and then wise Wise. just wise that's it (laughs) so wise wise. i wish i knew sooner just like your like authenticity is cool and vulnerability is cool i wish i knew that Mm -hmm. sooner because i think we've always been good listeners good friends like honest but I, i think with the with the tone that we lead with now i just think i don't know it's so much more like attractive as a human being it's so much more open and welcoming and I think that that's always been something that's really, like, central to who I am and part of my fear from the previous question is, like, I never want to be seen as a bad person. And for me, partially it's the getting in trouble, but also, like, for me, beyond the getting in trouble, there's such a fear of, like, I don't want to be seen as a not a good person. Don't know Mm -hmm. where that comes from, but it's there. Um, And... That you don't, like, need to impress anyone. I think there's this sense, like, within our, like, competitive nature of, like, yeah. wanting to make an impact where it's, like, you need to impress and you, like, do this stuff. And I wish I knew that. Um, and then on a stupid right, Because, level, like,
1: doing things for other people that are not actually what you want to do for yourself. Yeah. You or, like, feel aren't like worth your
2: time. Like, I think yeah. there are certain, like, time investments that are worth it for a specific result. Like, work-wise. Like, you invest time in, in things like, like work. With an outcome of a promotion, like I don't know, there are certain things that make sense, mm-hmm. but there are other things of like I guess you, exactly what you're saying of that, what it's not worth, worth for you, your time yeah, that. for you, um, for you. And then a stupid yeah. thing is tattoos. Like they, I wish I knew ahead of time that like my best friend would get her tattoo removed at 20. Years. Like I wish I knew that because I really would won. have told you that. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone and I remember her first tattoo when I went and also got one an empathy tattoo you see it follows us everywhere an empathy tattoo this guy that she thought she was gonna him? like like, was gonna be her boyfriend so she thought at the time she was wrong she um, was wrong she was like sad and we went to go she's like I want a tattoo I'm like okay something like that um, you, you guys actually we definitely did the show we were podcasting when we got these tattoos and now she's getting it removed
1: the fuck i couldn't tell you that
2: i know you probably could have but i didn't know at the time and okay. i hate mine <laughs> you hate yours i hate my like my my rib ish one hate it mm. something happened to it it, it <laughs> like grew like i don't know how to describe <laughs> it
1: <laughs> okay more of the stories. only get a tattoo if you really want it
2: right like we love that's the impulsivity of it all.
1: Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Um, right. What about me? What's something I wish I knew sooner? I wish I knew sooner to choose myself mm. um, and to not. I wish I knew sooner that if you choose yourself mm-hmm. and you're with the right person, the right person will stay. And that Ooh. if you don't choose yourself, like cho- not choosing yourself is not going to make the wrong person stay.
2: Not choosing yourself is not going to make the wrong person stay.
1: Mm. You know yeah, what I, I mean? To I think I a lot of times in my earlier 20s, and in my teens, I chose, I made sacrifices that were beyond what sacrifices should be and made choices that put other people first because I yeah. thought that that would make the people that I wanted to stay, stay. Yeah. And I now know that I should put myself first. Of course, there's always like compromises in friendships, romantic yeah. relationships, of course. But in general, put myself and my wants first and knowing that the but when i'm doing that the people that are meant to be with me on that journey will stay with me on that journey
2: yeah 100 percent. i think there's so much of that message luckily now in the world doesn't mean people follow it doesn't mean that we i think that having someone on the show eventually that helps us like discern in a very like logical way like the differences between like sacrifices that we make that like make sense versus sacrifices that are like I think certain things you don't know until you know which yeah. is like one of those most annoying things but um, in terms of like there's such a story in the media of like you make sacrifices for love and I think that there needs to be a more clear even though there's always going to be a gray area but there needs to be like just more clarity around that because I think people take it in a way that's like sacrificing all of themselves for love and like that's not that's not it like I don't know it's it's just it's hard to articulate but I do think we we need more on that yeah I love um I love that that's such a powerful thing that, that you've learned and I agree and I think that that's a message that's out there so much more now of like you will attract your tribe by the vibe that you put out there and it I think we've seen it like we've seen like the the people that kind of, like, stay connected, the way that you grow. And I think that it's really cool because then your tribe really does become, like, so much more uplifting. Like, I know that so much of the reason why we have, like, developed in the way that we have over the past couple of years has been because we've, like, chosen to lead with authenticity and vulnerability, and it's made the people who are, like, wow, that's pretty neat. Even people who weren't, like – like, we've had some of our friends who were not that open or, like, mm-hmm. emotionally – there or self-aware and like they've chosen that they were like oh that's a pretty neat way to live <laughs> and now our friendships are so deep because of it so yeah
1: yeah I'll, I'll say my other like sillier one it's not silly it's a really good thing it's just not as deep is my dad said it to me from when I was very young and I chose not to listen and I wish I listened to then and I'm surely listening now of it's all about who you know mm-hmm. everything is about who you know So make those connections, keep those connections, put yourself in spaces that maybe are uncomfortable because you might meet someone important. Um, You know, a lot of success in life is about who you know and who you spend your time with. So he was right.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) He was right. Dads are always right.
2: That's right. Um, Then I think, biggest takeaways
1: i feel like we feel like that like all we of them that, that right? okay, okay yeah i think unless so. you have
2: something i have bullet points but i can like literally speed through them um biggest takeaways top things i've learned guilt and shame don't do shit <laughs> nobody can force you to do anything it has to come from within and at the end of the day you only have you and yourself so obviously we have so many people in our lives but it's more so like nobody can really force us to do anything and I think sometimes we just forget that I don't know um choice is ours and we can like do it that what we will like I think we can look at that in an empowered way or we can be like it's only me and whatever um so that um we always talk about the power of not drinking ourselves and we always will because it's powerful um this is definitely a big one that I feel like we've both kind of started to see and, it, and it's and it been more clear to us as I think we've been aligning with it more now in this next season um with challenging yourself actually does build you and showing yourself that you can do the thing that you maybe never thought you could do is like nothing else mm-hmm. um we don't deserve dogs but like do <laughs> and I I just I never thought like I could love a dog like this. I love I love know my, I love my favorite songs, but it's it's just a silly one that I, I that. really feel at my core. Um, yeah, those are random ones.
1: I'll add. Um, you can change your life whenever you want to. Mm. Um, if you have something that you want to do, even if you're unsure of how it will turn out, but you feel some little part in your heart wants to do it, fucking do it. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: Love
1: cool. Takeaways. Love. Um mm. okay. What are some resources that have helped guide you through your 20s thus far? Mm. We usually uh-huh. ask this question to all of our guests. Um, and we always have great answers, great books, podcasts, people. Yeah. So if you're looking for resources, listen to some of the guest episodes. There's a lot of good resources in there.
2: Yeah. Such good resources. Um, it's so hard like at this stage because I feel like we've like compiled a bunch of so – At this point, it's like a – like feels like a compilation. Mm. Um, so there are many people specifically that I will not go through because it's not an Oscar speech. But many people that I feel like have opened their hearts and their minds to me and have made me feel not judged and have made me feel safe to, like, express, like, my deepest, most, like, embarrassing thoughts and that in itself has been so grounding. Um, my mom being one of them, like, I really feel like I'm very, I'm very, very fortunate to be able to have that type of relationship with, like, the woman who birthed me. Um, (laughs) then, in just like podcasts in general so this podcast specifically we always say it but we mean it and I feel like if you are a listener of the show or whether you're starting now and you listen to more episodes and listen back you'll understand why as you start to listen like it's forced us to reflect it's forced us to to push ourselves to be consistent with something and it's forced us to have really difficult conversations sometimes while we're going through it not after the fact um and just podcasts in general so whether it's self-development ones where I'm learning so much from people in like a snippet of time or honestly what served me a lot in the past couple of months just because I feel like I have been in a big um like work switch in my life uh and by switch I mean my like work switch is on all the time um just like funny podcasts like podcasts that make me laugh podcasts oh, that like give a funny more podcast. Perspective. yeah because I really I didn't listen to too many before and now they're just the right grounding even a little true crime you don't go with that um, I don't really read books. I'm not a bookworm. So
1: if I <laughs> you do I did myself, try for a little bit. I did. Um,
2: I, I think I it's one of those things, like, you know, when like you don't want to claim a title that you're not. That's totally not to say I wouldn't read a book, but I don't feel like I am deserving of calling myself a reader whatsoever because yeah, I'm not yeah. consistent enough with it. Um, but I do appreciate. Uh, especially self development ones. I literally think my most recent book that I read was Discipline Is Destiny, mm. and I'm in the middle currently of every summer after that our BFF Haley
1: gave me one year ago.
2: Still not done.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, but that's not a that's not a, like yeah. a healthy book.
2: No, no, it's like a fun, like leisurely book. And as we know, I could struggle with that, but it's not because it's bad. I just don't make the time for it. For sure, for I sure. Own it.
1: Um, resources that have helped guide me. Um, meditation. Hmm. untamed
2: mm-hmm. oh untamed big 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 big
1: big big. i think that was like an awakening for a lot of women in their 20s and beyond when it came out yeah i think those are like the two things that really stand out that i think are tangible like everyone could go meditate and everyone could read that book and those are the things that have stood out oh and also community like finding communities yeah um i think it's really really important it's something that a lot of people don't do And community doesn't necessarily mean friendship. So find communities in where you feel like you can grow and you're accepted or you have a place to go to that feels like you're a part of. I think that's really, really important um, and something that I think is very, very often neglected.
2: Yeah. And I think also embracing, like, of course, in-person stuff is amazing. I feel like as time goes on, um, in-person things – feel more difficult for people just between covid between very social media online world age between not wanting to waste time like all the things you can go on and on but like if in person is something that intimidates you um maybe trying it to see how that impacts you or if you feel like you really can't find something that's relatable to you taking advantage of the power of social media and the power of community because there is a community for sure community um so really like exploring that because i think even like searching topics i think there's there is a community for everything at this point there just is (laughs) so um just doing a little bit of research i think will point you in the right direction and you know not being afraid to try things out and change your mind and then try something else
1: yeah um what are some topics you want to learn more about
2: hmm I want to I I think I mentioned I mentioned it before in terms of like concrete green flags versus red flags for relationships um not necessarily personal to me right now like I want us to talk about it a lot because we're living it and I really do think it's not like a braggy thing it's not anything I just think that we've had time to like dissect this stuff and to live it and I'm very like almost impressed with the way that we navigate like adult relationships mm-hmm. and like the level of communication, like just everything I'm very impressed by. So I would like for us to learn how we can articulate that. So we sure can audience, sure. Um, but I would love to learn from someone else too, because I do think there are certain like communication styles or certain things that we see in the media or growing up or in examples in our lives that like you grow up to think are healthy and are mm-hmm. not healthy. Um, Like, I've mentioned this on the show before, but something as simple as, like, I really thought that, like, jealousy meant somebody loved you more, Mm -hmm. like, jealousy of other people, and, like, that's not the case at all, like, not related to one another, and sometimes jealousy can be a little bit more toxic. It doesn't mean it's, like, sometimes it is out of love and protection, but, like, there's more to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but but we really, like, I know I convinced myself. I'm like, oh, my God. If he's not, like, fucking
1: fuming with jealousy, he just i me. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I've been there. It's yeah. wrong. That's toxic.
2: It's wrong. But, like, we believe it. So that's nope. a perfect example. Um, I also agree with you in terms of money. Funny. Um, yeah. Like, I think that there are definitely a lot of things that I don't know or don't know well or, like, don't feel like I know well enough compared to my significant other and like I want mm. to um, definitely money and in like every single aspect <laughs> um, and I think also um, just like what's the word I guess I don't know if it's efficiency I don't fucking know but basically I would love to be able to like work a little bit less and live a
1: little bit more okay I love yeah. that <laughs> That's a great thing to want to learn how to yeah. Do. Yeah. I love it Um, What about you? Definitely money management for Mm -hmm. sure. I would love to learn about like my hormones Mm -hmm. and like human woman's body, (laughs) like understanding how what that all what they all do and like how to deal with them and how to regulate them properly and like what mine are Mm -hmm. doing. We'd love to know that. So funny that we don't know about ourselves. Um, Money, hormones. um, Oh, I had another one. It's just escaping my mind. Also, like a topic that I feel like I am learning about is just like all of, all of like the toxic things that are in our products and mm-hmm. like blah blah blah. And just yeah. like trying to get a better understanding on that and how to change things over properly and yeah. Um, there's so much more just coming to light on that stuff and it's something that I'm really interested in because I don't I really do believe that it doesn't just affect our physical health, it also affects our mental health. So yeah. So those are
2: the topics. There's so many more topics that we are dying to learn about, need to learn about. We'll learn about. And And if there are any topics, sincerely, that you guys want to learn about, please send them to us because we only have two brains. One,
1: two. (laughs) (laughs) One, two. Um, Thank you guys so much for coming to episode 300 um, and for being here with us as we do this reflecting. Like, I think it's so funny that when we were, when we started the show and we were like 25, we like thought we we knew we knew very little, but we also thought we knew so much. And I think now too, like it'll be funny in another three years to like reflect on this and see how far we've come and um, how much we've changed and even the things that we're talking about today. So, yeah. um, thanks for being on the journey with us. That's the whole point of, you know, it's never meant to be right. It's never meant to be fully at an end goal. It's just about learning and growing and changing and, figuring out altogether. So thank you for being here with us for 300 episodes, hopefully for 300 more. Um, Please share this episode with your friends. If you liked it, if you have anyone that could use this show as well, anyone else in their twenties and beyond, of course, um, we'd love for you to share with them follow us on instagram and tiktok we're gonna be much more invested in our tiktok um so follow us there as well and on youtube everything's at roaring 20s podcast and uh thank you to our partners at first form and we'd love 300, you guys. baby
2: 300 baby we have so many exciting things coming up guests our friends case studies all the things so much more social media vibes and we're doing it all for you and for us together um and i really can't wait to see like it's gonna be so cool to reflect in a couple of years
1: but we love you guys with our whole hearts and we'll catch you next week can't wait for episode 600 imagine
2: whoa whoa
1: catch you then catch you
2: then bye Bye. we'll catch you next week and then
1: yeah don't
2: yeah okay Bye. bye